Hi there, welcome to the Eclectic Hedge Witch Podcast. So, today I wanted to talk about witchcraft and pop culture. Now, what prompted this is actually when I was out and about today. Um, I was out earlier just shopping. Um, I was looking just for some makeup. I was grabbing foundation and I found I, I saw a display for um, a new like makeup line about the chilling adventures of Sabrina. So there's like uh, a palette along with like some lip sets and stuff. Um, I grabbed like the last palette in one of the lip sets and I'm kind of in love, but um, beyond the makeup part of it, it just kind of made me think about how witchcraft is presented to the rest of the world or to people who aren't maybe in the know. And right now that's actually one of my favorite shows. Um, it's by no means like obviously accurate for how it actually works in real life. But it's not fully not like they, they they pull some references and do the odd thing here or there. Like occasionally you'll see something that looks similar to actual witchcraft. Uh, but obviously it's all played up and got a bunch of not true things and it's it's meant to be a show for fun, obviously, but uh, it's not meant to be accurate. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because the way how witchcraft is portrayed in pop culture is the way how the rest of the world tends to see it. So I'm just thinking of the ways how it was portrayed to me. Um, funny enough, this actually came up the other day when I was chatting with someone, but one of the first ways that I discovered, you know, things like, uh, Wicca and things and such. The first time I got exposed to what Wicca is, which is how I started into witchcraft, it's not really where I am anymore, um, was from a Scooby-Doo movie. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It was one of the Halloween ones. I don't remember the name of it, but there was, like, a band featured in it called the Hex Girls, and there was a whole plot line about how they people thought they were witches and that they were evil and all these other things but it turned out that they were like these wiccans trying to heal people and do stuff and that was really really cool and i find it so funny now looking back at how that was really like my first exposure to wicca <laughs> and how later on it got re-exposed later um by a friend that i had who practiced and um they never really got into exactly what it was while we were friends. They moved away eventually, and we just never reconnected after. But it did lead on to curiosity, which, of, which of course, ended up in online searches, things like that, joining online forums, to which eventually led me here many years later. But yeah, so, so Scooby-Doo, Sabrina, another place, of course, would be things like the Harry Potter series... Um, places like that. Of course, there's always horror movies and things about how witches are evil, but in my lifetime, at least, between things like that and the Halloween Town series, I loved that one growing up too. Most of the media that at least I consumed growing up portrayed witches as being very positive. Um, like their power was something like great and that it was fun. Uh, I dressed up as a witch a lot as a kid too for Halloween. Um, because, well, one of the reasons was that that was just kind of one of the costumes we had on hand and we didn't always get new costumes every year. But it was just an easy thing, too. But witches always just seemed cool and fascinating and the idea that later on that would become a much larger part of my life was not something I expected as a kid, but as I've grown up, it's always been there. 
Another thing, too, is how does the way how witches are portrayed in TV and everything really affect the actual witchcraft community? Um, unfortunately, it's easy to point out first things first that there's definitely a negative side to it. The fact that a lot of people think, oh, witchcraft, you mean that means you think you can do things like levitate or whatever. And I'm like, well, no, that's not what we do. We don't turn people into toads. That's not what any of this is about. Um, the entire point is much, much different. There is definitely a sense of we want to... What's the word I'm looking for? We want to empower ourselves and empower others. I think that's, to me, at least one of the big things of it. Um, through a number of means. So whether that be through getting familiar with nature and herbalism, collecting a gazillion crystals, reading all the books, drawing sigils, doing little crafts, burning candles, incense, like all of those are small things that assist us in doing that. So I think the big thing is definitely just the misconceptions about what witchcraft looks like in the real world. A lot of people, it's waving a wand and, wait, and waiting for somebody to, I don't know, to, well, like I said earlier, turn into a frog. Um, so I think that's probably one of the negative parts of it. One of the positive things about it is that most people, when they think of witchcraft, they think of fun things like, for example, Harry Potter, where it's a, a very positive thing and how they always wanted their owl to show up with the letter growing up. I think that's something a lot of us had was we all wanted to go to Hogwarts. We all wanted to, say, go to... Now, I think there's probably a bunch of teenagers nowadays who are wanting to go to uh, Baxter High from Sabrina's series, which, let's be real, if I was a teenager again, that'd be something I'd totally want. Or, or actually, no, the Academy of Unseen Arts. That would be the one I wanted to go to. That'd be the fun one. But all this stuff is really insane to think about how differently things are portrayed. I personally really, really enjoy the way how it looks in real life, plus um, spoiler alert right now in the latest uh, season of the Sabrina series they actually do pull in a lot more references to actual, like, paganism not necessarily, like fully accurate display of what these things are, like I said, but they are actually referencing real things that exist, like actual gods that people work with and worship and um, different kind of practices and a lot of symbolism is truly pulled in from various pagan beliefs another really cool thing is that they're pulling in things that come from outside of paganism well outside of I guess neo-paganism where is more so where I'm thinking but they pull in things like they talk about different kinds of magic throughout that people different cultures use for example they talk about voodoo magic which is really cool I like the idea that so many different cultures kind of have their own version of it, I want to say. I mean, a lot of them are very, very different from the way how, say, I would practice or how perhaps any ancestors that I have or that people even in my own culture and my own part, part of the world would, um, or the, even the cultures that are other cultures around here. So it's really, really cool to see that they're uh, acknowledging the fact that, no, it's not just these people. There's also, think about the other cultures that have their own sort of witchcraft, like like the voodoo, for example, and then there's also the different hedge witches that come crawling out of the woodworks. It's, it's really, really cool to see, and I hope that they kind of bring in more different traditions like that. 
because that would be awesome. I, I like the idea of getting to see that it's more than just them. Um, and I think that's just kind of true for the real world as well. It's more than just us. It's more than just this or that. And one thing as well is if, if there's anyone that listens that practices something perhaps outside of what you've heard me talk about in this podcast, I'd really like to hear about it, maybe hear a way to hear where I could go and learn about it. Because I do pull in stuff from quite a few different places. Um, now, this, now of course, I you always want to be careful about things. Like, I know a lot of people, cultural appropriation is a big thing in the community where you want to be careful. But where are you pulling from? Um, my personal opinion is that so long as you don't take ownership of what you use and you make sure to be respectful of where you've pulled in that little bit from and you, of course, you try to be respectful of where you where you pull things from. You don't just try to take it as yours. Um, but one thing, as an example, is is that I grew up in an area, like, I, I, I'm in Canada, so there's a lot of um, Aboriginal tribes here, and I happened to grow up in the particular area in the schools that I went to. There's quite a few Aboriginal kids, and they had a lot of programs where they would include, they would bring their culture in to help preserve it. So I grew up around a lot of things, like they would have regular smudges at, at the schools and stuff that I went to, and that was a thing that I was around a lot. I think I learned quite a bit more about uh, their culture than uh, and other people that I know that have grown up even in similar areas or um, in, t- in nearby schools in my city. Um, there's I-, I learned quite a bit and I was very much immersed in it, especially when I was younger. And I think that definitely influenced just what I believe quite a bit in the way just simply because I was around it all the time. It was surrounding me and I was, learned about it beside all the kids who where that was actually their ancestors' culture. So I do pull in a few beliefs here and there, but I'm always very careful to kind of respect where I pulled them from. Um, like, for example, I like to occasionally burn sweet grass and perform a sort of smudge within my own house when I feel the need to. But, again, you always got to be careful with that, because there's a lot of issues as well. Um, if you're not from Canada, surrounding the Aboriginal community, and trying to um, respect their culture and preserve it, there's a lot of issues here, so I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm not going to pretend like I'm fully in the know or like I'm any sort of authority on any of this. Because, um, again, I'm not. That's not my place. But I think it, I think it's very interesting to pull in from other cultures and to learn about it. Um, if it's not something that you feel comfortable doing, I still think it's great to learn what other people practice and what they believe, regardless of what the religion is or the practice, whether or not it's something that resembles witchcraft. I think it's very, very important to just kind of bridge the gap of understanding as well. But the, anyway, this is getting kind of uh, ranty. Let's try to pull it in about back to where the original topic was so right witchcraft in pop culture (laughs) i'd actually like to hear about where you guys all perhaps discovered witchcraft in the form or where you might have first heard of it or first seen it even kind of almost accurately displayed even if it wasn't totally but the first representations or anything that you've seen where it actually gave you an idea of what witchcraft is or where you first discovered it 
Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can email me at eclectichedge at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram. It's Eclectic Hedge Podcast. Um, I'd really like to hear from you guys. That'd be really cool. Uh, perhaps if you have any questions or anything you wanna you want me to talk about to send that to me. I would like to hear back. Okay, so I think that's it for today. But I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.